Hello, Brisbane. of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When I arrived, they advised I needed some 4X. Hello and welcome to Unpacking Brisbane. And today we are talking about Tagum. Is it a Tagum? Is it a place that even exists? Mm. Tell me about it, mate. I've got a lot to say. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Listen, as we'll, we'll get into, this has been a hotly requested topic uh, by one bloke. Uh, <laughs> but the problem is we live with him. So it seems disproportionately requested because I'm trying to have my cornflakes, trying to have my raisin toast, uh, have your and one. I'm bombarded uh, with requests for Tagum. I've warned you against it. I said you'll have nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, so we've made him put his money where his mouth is. Uh, Jack Hardy joins us as yeah. our guest today. And Pleasure a lot of money it is. Yeah. <laughs> Earns you. the big bucks. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, welcome a, aboard, Jack. Jack's got a Thanks. sock on his microphone. He managed to figure that out. Uh, yeah, pretty smart. They, they He's rubbing the, his uh, legs a lot. <laughs> Are the jokes there, mate? <laughs> yeah, no. I, I thought, you know what? Nothing nothing like a good leg rub to start the That's episode. So and, but thank you for having me on. No, it's it's a, pleasure. a pleasure as always. Well, uh, keen fans of the show will know that we had Jack on during Murray because we were uh, about to go by television. Uh, but now we are going to his home suburb. Jack, just in brief, what's your Tagum credentials? What's your Tagum CV? How long have you lived there? Moved there in 2009. I think when we from moved there... Oh, we moved from Rabina on the Gold okay, Coast. So that Gold we, Coast. we don't talk about the so Gold Coast. So he I, went... Wait, you really went south coast to, you know, practically the Sunshine Coast. It's pretty far away. Not that I knew it at the time. I mean, when we moved there, ours was the only house uh, and then there was sort of bushland. <laughs> and I thought, oh, the Brisbane's cool. developed, yeah. So I don't know how this is the capital. It's just the Hardys <laughs> and a couple of mosques. That's yeah. Uh, <laughs> which we'll get into. Uh, oh. Yeah, so we'll, we'll get into we'll get into Tigem Tagum in a memento. Um, and of course, this is now uh, the rule. If anyone else out there requests their suburb, we'll make you come in and do it. Prove yourself. Um, so mm. But we should a lot say, of requests this week for suburbs I actually didn't know existed. Yeah. Like Tagum. Really fascinating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like Tagum. Here yeah. we are. Um, so we're going to do that. Uh, thanks for the live shows. Thanks very much. We had... It's a lot of fun. Uh, heaps of fun at the live shows. We did two of them. We released the second one. Yeah. That's because Henry made some comments uh, about a friend of his in the first one. Friend will remain nameless, but a good friend of mine as well. We thought the comments were pretty unsavoury. So mm. we're not going to release the first episode. Um, maybe we'll release a few of the bits for it that didn't involve Henry's sort of, I mean, like, rage attack, for lack of a better word. Mm. Um, but, yeah, the person who they were directed to wasn't there, I don't think has been told, but she probably knows who she is. So, Well, I thought the first episode was getting used in a court case as evidence. So well, you can't... I, I mean, we're, not we're dancing around it. Not Underbelly couldn't be released in Victoria. Victoria, yeah. 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 The <laughs> Milton live app can't be released in Milton <laughs> yeah. for an active case. But, no, it was a hell of a lot of fun. I love the Flaming Galara. I love being there. We had two great crowds and uh, I tell you what, mate, for telling a group of a hundred people that their ticket to one show wasn't valid and they have to come to another one, it was exactly as complicated as I expected. Yeah, it was. A lot of messages. And a lot we, of confusion. Yeah, and we touched on this last week, but I touched on the financial woes of selling the T-shirts. T-shirt mm. sales have picked up. Thanks to all the Unpakistanis for doing that. Yeah. T-shirt, actually, yeah, on Instagram, incredible. I'd like to share my next financial woe yeah. uh, that I've had uh, read this podcast and turning it into any sort of business. ATO, if you're listening, just kidding. It's a hobby. It couldn't be more of a hobby. We make nothing. We pour. But the try booking website that we used, or that you used, to buy tickets, mm. uh, keen listeners, uh, fuck, I can't figure out how to get the money. So we've basically... In doing so, like I was like, oh, you need to put in your bank account and you need to verify it. So then I, upon verifying it, realized that I'd like fucked up and put in the wrong account number. Well, so, you added an extra number. I mean, I put it. It was, a, it was it was a bit of a sped move, to be honest. Watching you do it over your shoulder. It was, it was on the how much we owe you section. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like, like, oh. like one hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. So I fucked up. And then I was like, oh, all right, I'll just change it. In doing so, I changed it like a few times and yeah. it's still displaying as the incorrect details. So and what were, are those details just for uh, everyone yeah. listening along? I was about to be like, I can't share those, but I could. You the absolutely worst thing can. that can yeah. happen There's is someone money. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to do a raise some money for Henry campaign because there's nothing worthwhile in the world otherwise than that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then I was like, oh, I'll try and get the money back. And then they deposit two very small yeah. amounts into your like bank Like when PayPal's verifying your account yeah. or something like that. But, but I think because they, I fucked up and did the details so many times and keep clicking verify, 
I realized today, and it was, this is all yesterday, and then today I'm walking around and I start just getting like small amounts, but heaps of them. So I've got like 10 transactions, all less than like 50 cents, like 17 cents, 49 cents, and it's all got into my bank account. Uh -huh. Now I can't verify the bank account because of this fuck up. So we can't get the money for the live show. No. But I will make the money back by just continuing by lots to verify. Of small amount. You're right. I'm, I'm at like thirty-two cents at a time. Uh, yeah, I'm at like six bucks by now. Do you reckon they went two because they were like someone might guess if it's one? I mean, so yeah, true. Well, as in like, as in you. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, that makes a good point. Yeah, that's true. I'd also just like to raise the point that so this whole not being able to get money from try booking thing uh, seems to be hitting Henry a little bit harder because uh, he's taking a very high share of the profits from the show. Henry's uh, taking 75%, and I'd just like our listeners to weigh in <laughs> on whether or not they, they think that's fair. Jack is an audience member of the show. Do you reckon that's fair? Well, I mean, I'm getting my $20 refund, so yeah. I'm pretty happy with Yeah, yeah, we do that weird coal thing where it's like, if you don't love it, you get your money back. But you're happy with 49 transactions of 17 cents. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, which doesn't check out at all. I guessed it perfectly. I was going to say, that's, yeah, that's, not, that's nowhere near $20, Henry. Yeah, well, um, but yeah. I don't know. Like I did the I did the loser show beforehand. So. Yeah, that's true. So, but but you, you know just what? said I want to get my money for the podcast. Yeah, that's okay. not quite true, is it? Well, we'll extort each other another time. Yeah. But we're being well. A few of us are being extorted. Henry can't time. see right now, but I'm just slowly taking twenties out of his wallet <laughs> while he's looking at the microphone. Well, Henry needs the money because we just invoiced him for his split wires that's been accruing since yeah, like, that's right. Terribly yeah, March. Yeah, I don't think Henry's played uh, an internet or gas bill up until two days ago. So yeah, but, now, but how rich do you? boys feel now oh, incredible. I, I feel it. decadent <laughs> that sucked I literally got paid it was like hullabunga I'm rich man mm. and then Jack was like beam request <laughs> yeah, I mean, 200 yeah. bucks yes. but and then the funniest thing was I, Henry's now getting it back when you know splitting transactions instantly almost. I am and I've given I'd say about three toothpaste tubes worth of toothpaste to Henry oh and out of the, yeah and, and Joe, but that's, <laughs> you know, you out, of, out of the goodness of my there heart there was an awkward moment at Cole's essay where Henry goes have you uh, you've been using that <laughs> in the bathroom. I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, it's fine because mum gave it to me. Uh, oh, oh, well, well, I have no sympathy. But then the, the, the funnier part about that is that as soon as Henry buys one toothpaste tube to replace the many that he's used, I see it sharp on splitwise. <laughs> I reckon before he's got out of coals. <laughs> yeah, I know, literally. Well, it's like you and I, Jack, if I spent about, you know, 25 bucks on tennis balls and cricket balls. Uh, and I got them today in splitwise, but I thought, gee, this should really be Henry coughing this up. Yeah, but mate, we're the this ones is the hitting them. Henry Finance. We're the ones episode. hitting them. That's right, that's right. He doesn't get to use them much. <laughs> Speaking of the Caxton Cricket yeah. Club, we should we, should we have an Instagram. This. Yeah, follow us. Follow yeah, us. it's at Caxton Street Cricket Club. Uh, it details our victories, our failures, uh, and mainly just the results in the backyard and what we're up to. It's a very short pitch. It's probably about four meters long. So quick reaction times. Uh, a lot of straight drives. Yeah, mm. it's yeah. very exciting. In fact, I got a message from a really good mate of mine. He um because I was running basically onto the ICB to get a ball back, uh, and I just get a message twenty minutes ago going, "Hey mate, is that you running frantically onto the?" ICB to hit a six and I was like fuck yeah which is incredible because you hit it over four houses yeah <laughs> we were playing at the barracks yeah, yeah it was amazing that I, uh, I really got that elevation but yeah, it's going well. Today, I mean, we only talk about it because we have the three main players. Mm. And and because there's not a hell of a lot to talk about with Tagum. No, so. Oh, we don't know. This is important background because mm. to understand why Jack plays cricket this way, you need to understand his upbringing, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Sure. And could be. Could be. Anyway, Henry's had a pretty tough day of it. I did well yesterday. Though. I did great. Yeah, I true. think I won. I won four tests and drew one out of the out of the six we played. And today, yeah. Henry had more ducks than the UQ likes. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I, you did, Jack. I like this is why people tune into Unpacking Brisbane. <laughs> just misc housemate chats. No, you had more ducks, bro. Yeah. yeah Joe <laughs> did. Joe did admittedly today have a, an absolute, absolute feast. His eye was in. Yeah. What you, you were getting, what, 50? Oh, 52, 39. Yeah. Awesome, great. Uh, all real cricket scores as well. Which no tipsy run in our backyard either. We no, should point out. This sometimes goes for hours. Yeah, because we're, uh, we're also by no means fit enough to run. For, also, if you're running, you're taking about four steps. Mm. Can't stress enough how small this backyard is. Well, we should it's like uh, we have our backyard and then we like if you can hit it onto the icb it's six and out no it's sorry it's out and, and your, your score, score is nullified zero. unless you can get the ball within two minutes so if you see joe i or jack just absolutely necking it through, oh i was um, necking it yesterday actually um and someone beeped and yelled out unpacking brisbane 
I was oh, wearing hey. the unpacking Brisbane shirt, so maybe they were just reading it. It was like a guy just <laughs> walks by. Like, Red Hot yeah, yeah, he's just walking past. Billabong. It's like, beep. Paul Frank. Paul Frank. we got a free Paul Frank here. Man playing polo on a horse. There's no words. I don't know what it means. I don't know what it means. <laughs> uh, Jeez, a motorbike just gone past. Oh, a moped. Oh, moped. A moped. The sickest man in Petrie Terrace yeah, has well, just gone past. <laughs> well, this is the great thing about uh, it being summer is I've cracked open the French doors. French so, doors are uh, open. In the Caxton Street Studios, get ready for a lot more sounds from the road. Uh, the doors are wide open. Mm. Um, talking of sound... <laughs> I guess. Good pivot. Segway. Um, the mangroves. We know we've been talking about them a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we're ramping that up. Uh, we all, we all, all of us went away to uh, the farm. Went to the farm that my um, my family owns about an hour out. Um, and we played around with the guitars a bit. And good reception. Good reception. All around. Some of the positive reception. Some of the songs of, of course, you guys know Red Hill Share House mm. and uh, a few of the new ones. I mean, you know, what's better than Brisbane? Yeah. Is uh, well, a couple of couple of titles. Uh, Salisbury has warehouses. Yeah. It's a great song uh, New Farm Park is one of the it's other about ones about New Farm Park yeah you can really tell that this is a Brisbane based uh, set of songs it's a bit of a novelty act it's yeah. very exciting yeah. but yeah we, we, we can't reveal too much but we had a gig but it got cancelled mm. uh, but it sort of lit the fire in our belly of uh, making a meme podcast band a reality and I've got to actually learn the bass yeah. So if anyone knows how to play the bass and wants to send Henry a few pointers, actually Henry went to the record shop today oh, up yeah. in Paddington, and uh, one of the guys who works there. Shout Tom, out to Dutch Vinyl. Dutch Vinyl, fantastic. One of the guys who works there, Tom Lipman, uh, one of the best bassists I know. He used to play bass for the Missing. I was literally thinking today, Henry, I should have told you to ask him for a couple of lessons or a couple of pointers or something. Do more people work there than that one sort of like yeah, not just old the guy dude that owns with it, like yeah. grey hair and he's always really oh, chill? I think it's that guy and Tom. Also, Tom is a young dude with hair and he's really chill. I think there's some time travel going on here. Yeah. I think it's the same dude working at this record shop, just different points in his life. Like time travel's wife. Mm. Time or, travel's vinyl. Or like, tenant would be the other more recent, I guess. Yeah, but they never really interact with each other in tenant. You're not spinning the record. <laughs> You're catching, you're catching it. it. <laughs> um, and you're not spinning the record. You're scratching it. Hands off, please. <laughs> That's a terrible way to treat a record. Yeah, I should have asked. I, when I bought, yeah. I bought Bruce Springsteen's Darkness on the Edge of Town, amongst other things. Great work. I should have said A great touchstone for a comedy podcast band. Could he play bass? I imagine Springsteen. Bruce, yeah, yeah, yeah nah. he could probably play. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Springsteen expert, Jack. Uh, he's, he's the boss. The boss never played bass. Jack, Jack. Change one letter in the boss. What has it become, mate? Oh, Bess. the bus. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen, the, the bussy, bussy, my favourite artist. Oh, bus, bus, oh, the bus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bus Springsteen. <laughs> bussy oh. boots. <laughs> I wish we had more of a podcast where you could do a whole episode on bussy gear. Um, but alas, we have to talk about a sub. Yeah, listen to Come Town if you want to. Um, all right, and then yeah, last but not least in our housekeeping, we're going to do um, another live show coming up soon. I think it's looking to be the 9th of October. That's Tickets right. will go on sale soon. It's with our good friends at Good Chat Comedy Club again. Yeah. Uh, now, we'll break the news. Could be exciting for some, could be difficult for others. It's going to be at 9.30pm on a Friday. Late show. So... Come in sourced, leave from all source. Good chat, love to talk about, you know, like, oh, let's get fa- fucked up. And rightfully, they put their money where their mouth is. But, you know, 7 p.m. Wednesday, not everyone wants to drink. 9.30 p.m. Friday, if you're coming along, you know, have a great night. Just oh. let us be the background noise if we must. I want this to be your second wind. I want yeah, people to 100%. be in the gutter vomiting by Post-work eight. drinks, 5.30. Mm. You know, maybe have your tight uh, BYO around yeah. 7.30 and then you come out at Fritzenberger at 9.30 to listen to us. Breathalyzer's on the door. It's yeah. like one of those cars that instead of not starting, you just won't be let in. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah exactly. It's, a, it's one of those famous cars where if you're not drunk enough, they're yeah. like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you'll yeah. be easy, cow. It's like it. Brum. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, Brum's an alcoholic. He won't start if he has to have enough beers. What if you got in the big red car with the wiggles and it doesn't start? because there's a breath of loss and Anthony's just like sorry about that and Murray's just looking shameful like why do you think we write songs for kids mate I can't forget her screams it's like oh Jesus Christ Murray who um, who used to drive to chugga chugga oh car. fuck she's right there <laughs> uh, no the lyrics are Murray's in the backseat playing his guitar so it can't be Murray Jeff is fast asleep so it'd be Anthony or Greg it'd be a problem if Jeff was driving yeah, yeah, yeah that, Jeff, that, Jeff an narcoleptic and Murray yeah. who is like canonically playing the guitar in the song yeah. can't play guitar and drive I can hear McDonald's and drive none of us so, can yeah. play <laughs> 
Yeah, the <laughs> I'm just uh, saying, Greg. He was the leader. But yeah, that's gonna come up. Uh, that's the uh, the live show coming up, and it's gonna be. We probably won't record it. We're just gonna improv it out. It's gonna be very different. But come along. It's gonna be a bit of a late night variety show. And we're very excited. For Still it. similar. Yeah. Still Brisbane focused. Oh yeah. But less of this is a suburb we're doing for the whole time, and and a lot more of the audience. So if you want to come along and uh, contribute to the show and be part of it, it's absolutely perfect. If you're any of the fuckwits who asks us every week if they can be the guest, this is kind of your yeah, opportunity. Yeah, literally, come along. Awesome. Jack. I can't wait to buy tickets. <laughs> we'll see you there, mate. Uh, but yeah, we'll hopefully have some more shirts if Henry's willing to bankrupt himself again. Uh, and should we get into tag? Yeah, let's do it. Let's wig out. Wikipedia, wig, wig, wig out. Wikipedia wig out, Henry, and we'll start it as traditional. I'm going to get you to guess the population. Um, Northside suburb. A lot of them. Well, there's four people in Jack's family, so I'm taking them into a so minimum. Four. I'm going to go five. <laughs> um, oh, I imagine it's big. Jack, can I ask Jack a few questions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You it's, can you can vibe it out. Nothing statistical, nothing numbers based, but vibe it. Cool. How many people live there? No. Um, is it spread out? So there's a lot of old people's homes okay. and they're oh. very tightly packed to the point dad calls them human storage. <laughs> awesome from mine. Nice. Yeah, good, good from mine. But um, they, are, they are like sardine cans. Well, no, that is helpful. Okay, human, no, that, that is. Sardines. Because that's storage. what threw us for a loop a bit with like St. Lucia is high density dwellings. Like in my mind, and you know, the thing about like a Petri Terrace, for example, actually not that tiny in terms of size, but it's just... But they are house. older people, so no stairs. So yeah, take true. out the, uh, the oh. apartment element, I'd say. Or do they, they have, those, have those, do they have those six stairs, yeah, mm. like the wheelchair that goes up the rail? Or you sit on it and it's like a little ride. It's like you're on the tower. I've always had one of those. Yeah, well, we, we so can never fun. go to Threadbow, so we'd always just go down to the old people's <laughs> homes and use the chairlift. Yeah, that was awkward <laughs> when you put some ice on the floor, though, and uh, there were a couple of slip and falls, Jack. Yeah, Something and then it got stolen because a lot of people are addicted around Tagamar, yeah. <laughs> especially the surrounding suburbs. Especially Beryl. Got him. Got him. Uh, all right. Well, Tidy with, Beryl, with Beryl in mind, I'll go... I'm going to go like 5,100. Yeah, no, well off. Uh, bugger. 6,500. Oh, it's an enormous suburb. There you go. To be precise, 6,495. Damn. Oh, yeah. Six. That is... Uh, Jack, would you have guessed that? That is an extraordinary amount of people. No, but... That is like top four suburbs. Have you noticed what I've just noticed? Yeah, looking at the... Looking at the population, that's... It seems to have exploded a bit since the 2011 census, which at the time it said the population was 5,619. So there's been a... And that's... I'm now, I'm now looking at the Wikipedia page and it's the same. It's under history. So there's about a 20% increase. We should point out now... That's not that insane. Well, we, yeah, I don't know. We'll get into this Wikipedia page in a second, but like, we, I mean, yeah, it's, uh, it's boring. We always, we stopped talking about like meta aspects. Yeah, it is worth noting that this is this Wikipedia page hardly requires a scroll. There Legit. is so little well, on it, there. It is Jack. possibly the first Wikipedia page we've ever done that I thought we could read this out word for word. Maybe we. Do. Our decision to have a guest is looking better and better by the moment because this <laughs> Wikipedia page is fucking scarce. Tagamites—they've got better things to be doing than sitting at home editing their Wikipedia. Six and a half thousand of them, <laughs> and not one of them decide to edit a Wikipedia. There's page. no sub pride at all no is that is that, like, is that a thing have you noted that like because you always have made a bit like self-deprecating jokes about oh you but, know, you, but you do them, seem but... to earnestly like living there oh it's fine it's it's just a bit nothing it, it, it is a very like older suburb but not older in the sense of fam families older it's yeah, sort of yeah, well, like that the stage a little after bit that. where you go to die yeah and it, it's not it's, it's not, the afterlife it's the, yeah it's the good place. well it's it's heaven's holding yard yeah. <laughs> and human story. Uh, now, now, on that, Jack, so would we say there's a Tagum Ashgrove scale in terms of suburb pride? Oh. Where do you fall? Do you think part of the issue with Tagum pride is what's that different between Tagum and, like, Zilmere and Northgate? Yeah, I'd say that's the, the bigger one is that That's why everything... I always struggle just quickly with Wilston pride because I'm like, it's pretty much the same as Granger, like, Windsor. Mm. Like, yeah. it's not that defined. I'd say that most of the things that I like around the area are in other suburbs, yeah. which... Banyo, I've always had a soft spot for. Yeah. I mean, Zilmere's got parks. Does it? 
Yeah, lots of parks. <laughs> as in par- parking spots? No, no, as in, sorry, as in like... No, a lot know. of rows of parks there. Yeah. A lot Council of people parks. sitting on the back of a bus. Brundle's got the entertainment centre, love it or hate it, I hate it, but oh, and, it and as, does, yeah. as does everyone. But it is a pretty it. It big get big. for a shitty northside suburb to get a premier entertainment So I'd, I'd say Tagum is like the, the middle of the wheel and you spoke out to other places. That's Some spokes longer than others. It's a good way to put um, it. Right, it's a little wheel. It's like a but there's yeah. six and a half thousand people who decided the middle of the wheel was for them. Yep. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Oh, I like that. I like that and idea of a spectrum of the the take to Ashgrove, Ashgrove line yeah. spectrum of where do you like, fall. So where would you say Belimba falls? Uh, more on the Ashgrove side. Yeah, okay. I'd say, I'd say it's like less pride than it is like they're just sort of chuffed with themselves for living there. It's a bit of yeah. Like it's a, it's yeah. yeah. I actually think for true suburb pride to happen, it can't be like a Belimba or an Ascot. Like, like that's just generally. I agree. Just like, well, look at me. I live in this fabulous yeah. suburb. True suburb pride. I reckon comes in like Ashgroves and Cooperos. You know when it Cooperos comes, this one. is my theory, it comes when you think your suburb is a little bit underrated, so you're quite defensive about it and quite prideful of it. Like, everyone rates Hamilton and Belimba and Tenerife, mm. but I think you get true suburb pride when a little part of you says, the world doesn't respect my suburb enough. Yeah, I, I feel as though the Belimba Ascot, it's sort of like a participation award. Like, you've got, you, you feel the pride, but all yeah. you did was just go there. I'd say, yeah. actually, there, you rented there, there. Yeah, there would be a sense of community. I'd say we're just out outside the demographic for it, to be honest with you. True. Right. So take them, could be a good place to be old. Yep. Great place to be old. Yeah. Great place. And Great having place a look at our die. having a look at our listener demographics, uh, yeah. not a yeah. lot of old people listen. A lot of actually the fifty to sixty four range isn't bad, I assume, being our parents. Yeah. And like their mates. Yeah, that'd be right. Sixty four plus we've never had a listener. So. Oh, remember we got a message from Fran saying that um, her mate had listened to her parents her, her <laughs> mate's parents had listened to every episode and they quoted all the time. To which we were like, I wonder what they quote. Well yeah, that's just been quoted? confirmed to be a lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah. Unless her mate's parents are like forty eight and had her really young. They just snuck yeah. in. Yeah. Anyway. Um, well, well that's good to know. Uh, great to know. Um so the yeah again we've mentioned there's just not a lot here the amenity so under history it says in the 2011 <laughs> census the population of Tigan was the 5,619 so that's the and only that's all they've got for history so that's re- that's very modern history well, it, I think it, I think that's because it is fairly it is a fairly modern suburb I, g- I g- generally is it? yeah I generally but old people think, leave bro yeah, what is it bro have you been there it's not remotely so it was modern. a nursing home one second now it's a spaceship no, what is it Jack the, the old people haven't been there forever they've been moved there recently um, when my uncle what? when my uncle was younger he remembers going out to Tagum because I mean we'll get into it in, on contemporary but there's mm. a massive massive house um, with like this massive like property like very spacious oh. and he remembers it, that was it and there was just everything else was barren so I'd say it is a new suburb because I think the census before 2011 maybe four people barren there yeah. you go I just have like a few bits of history because I quickly googled Tagum history and there's oh, nice. a Facebook page about it uh, Tagum State School was established in 1957 but what is really interesting to me because this goes into one of the great debates it wasn't always spelt the way it is now Ooh. it used to be spelt T-Y G-U-H-M which definitively suggests it should be pronounced Tigum oh right. that's how it, this is actually a solid reveal Tigum Tig, yeah it literally looks like Tigum because it couldn't be ta- there's no Tay no, you can't draw Tay from the T-Y from the T-Y so that is actually you know what I'm going to edit this Wikipedia page myself because that is a fascinating nugget of history that would be good if we started taking it upon ourselves <laughs> to edit Wikipedia pages yeah, no, be, just making shit up just editing it with the jokes we've made well I've just reversed uh, eight years of ingrained learning I'm now going to call it Tigum so you time. were well, I mean we'll get into this in contemporary yeah. we'll have that debate further but um, alright what else has this fucking suburb thing got amenities the suburb contains a centro shopping centre now known as Tigum Square which originally opened in 1982 and was expanded in the early 2000s now that's a little bit of history yeah well that's under that in history amenities would you usually call a shop an amenity um, they do center? no they do on, it's, it's weird because I grew up thinking of amenities as toilets and toilets alone which is why when real estate agents are like, oh, it's got lots of great amenities. I'm like, what the fuck? And they're just talking yeah. about like, oh, there's gyms and bars. Yeah, I Literally, li- the agent when we 
moved into the Caxton Street Studios was like heaps of amenities on your doorstep and I'm like oh I hope they're in the bathroom <laughs> pardon <laughs> you'll be Sorry. pissing in the yard it's like yeah uh, lots of people after Broncos games just shit in your front steps oh, oh. cool heaps of amenities the smell after a Broncos game that's only 10,000 people out in the stadium but people I'll just... wait for state of origin in a post-COVID world oh god we'll be drowning 52 and a half thousand people shitting on our doorstep yeah what's going on with that November hey there we go, I guess playing it back to back I mean it's probably still going to be 10,000 people yeah for I mean, sure. we should get tickets to like all of them yeah oh. absolutely I mean th- yeah that's the problem isn't it are they like... all being played at Suncorp nah nah Adelaide oh. New South Wales oh cool sure it would have made a lot more sense just all at Suncorp all yeah. Suncorp right? that's what I would have reckoned have a little Suncorp series just doing that on the, on the same day yeah, yeah. At the same time. Like a little carnival. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Build two massive fields, no, three massive fields, and just play three different Maroons teams, like, cross-sectionally against each other. Welcome to State Fest. <laughs> like, you didn't want to call it, like, Origin Balloon? No, they're like, welcome to Expo Steady State. <laughs> You're going to love it, everyone. Splendor in the rock. <laughs> <laughs> None of that in rugby league, mate. Careful. I mean, there is. Uh, yeah. Oh, right. right. Well, <laughs> anything else about uh, the Wikipedia page? Guys, that's almost literally it. Jack, holy shit. Just get someone onto this. In the 2011 census, the population of Tagum, or Tagum, was that? With, so they've got the population on this page no less than three times. Yep. Uh, Which maybe they've listened to our show and know it's talked about. Maybe. They're like, oh, let's bait them. The median age of the Tigum population was 39 years which is two years above the Australian median. Well, it doesn't oh, back up all sense. of the things that I've been saying. It is two years above the median. Yeah, two years above the median. And this is also 2011. I reckon a lot. Having, having said that... Yeah, um, those people have aged so yeah. much yeah, rapidly. Abby's <laughs> at least 40. It's now, at least, it's now must be, what, nine plus two, 11 years above the national median. Yeah. That's how maths works. Yep. No need to check it. I will uh, say in your defence, though, Jack, like most suburbs we've done in Brisbane and particularly inner city Brisbane, it's usually about six or seven years below the national median like Petra Terrace is so for it to be over I think there must be a ton of fucking old people there yeah maybe Jack just has a distorted view of who old people are maybe it's just where I hang out yeah true yeah maybe you're not you haven't found the cool spots of no. Tagum you we do. get all these people writing in being like why'd you get a Tagum nerd on the pod there's all this cool <laughs> underground Berlin style clubs your, your grandma doesn't live no she lives in Ashgrove no she's it? she's in oh, well she's in the gap um, she's oh, a long right. long time Ashgrove along with Henry's grandma but you it? do but you do have lunch with your grandma I would say more than the median yeah. amount yeah, me, me and my grandmother are very close well, yeah, I'd, yeah I'd say I have I'd say your grandma is above the median I'd say, yeah. <laughs> I'd say your grandma is like one of your better friends <laughs> yes. yes, I'd say that as Back well. Backstrap into an Sheila, awkward corner. Come on, come on to the pod. Uh, we'll listen to the oh, pod. Oh, your no. pod is it, you reckon? Yeah. When you fax her, just get on, get on. <laughs> Yeah, invite whoever can. Give Joe and Henry one listener above 65. Yeah, that's good. That'd be great. We, uh, we'd love that. Above 65? Is that the bracket? Above. Oh, what was the what was the one you hadn't? No, no. Above? No, Jack. <laughs> How young's your grandma, Jack? <laughs> and this in our new segment called How Young Is Your, is your grandma? grandma? That's the Fritzenberger Show on the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And most people are embarrassingly like, oh, I don't know. I know it's 70th. It was a few years ago. I couldn't tell you for sure. How old's your oldest grandma? Everyone go around. Uh, I don't know. I think like 80, 82. Oh, oh, maybe 86 My mum's going to be yeah. furious oh, mate, I've, got, I've, got 80, I've got 86 I know Sheila The grandma we've been talking about Is 83 That's good Wow So they're all in their 80s She's going to have an 84th No I have a have to cancel the party Oh we always have a rage I have a, I have a 70 clock. something though. Yeah <laughs> The Tagum The Tagum rage Tie gain It's pretty hard to get in you You have to wear white Grandma pisses in your mouth At the journals It's pretty hard to get in You have to be 65 years old (laughs) Sven's there being like How many dentures have you got son? It's the hardest Um, Alright Yeah the rest of it's just like Percentages About population Oh here we go Over 38% of households In this area Were couples with children 40% were of couples Without children And 18% were single parent households 18% 18% seems quite high for single-parent households. I'd also, say comparing it to no other stats. 40% seems quite high for couples without children. Because hmm. you'd where be thinking that'd be a Tenerife style. On, where do they find room in these stats? That doesn't add up to 100. <laughs> hang on a minute. 40 plus 38 is 78. They've taken away the... the uh, they've taken hang away on, just single people. It's 78 yeah. plus it's 96%. So, 4% of people in Tagum are wards of the state. Houses like... 
<laughs> I find these stats weird, actually. 18% is quite high for single-parent households, surely. Yeah, surely. I, I love us having not I think looked that, this up. I think that touches onto the socioeconomic sort of um, oh, oh, divide and take. Oh, 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 thanks, no, <laughs> Well, it, it is... It touches it onto is. my socioeconomic classes. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, it touches us all. Class matters. Yeah, if you guys need my glasses uh, clean, I didn't realize we had marks on the podcast. Oh, <laughs> oh, where'd you find this nerd, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Say looking defeated. I'm just, I'm just enjoying Say something. You've got your French doors open. Say something. Like I'm <laughs> Caxton Street. Say something. I'm giving up on the idea of having you. <laughs> oh. oh. Sorry, I was just making a comment about the socioeconomic distinctions of uh, the Caxton Street Studios. <laughs> oh, now he looks sad. Okay. That's right. Thanks for having me. No, no, it's great to have you here. Now, Jack, you are more well-versed in this than many. There's a demographic statistic yes. in Taken. Uh, and I made Henry answer this question at the live show last week. And I'm actually, I find it quite interesting, um, f- sort of from the perspective of just the diversity we have in Australia. So... 71.8%, uh, 78.1 rather, of people in Tagum only spoke English at home. Uh, that's quite a bit lower than the national average. Uh, what was the next highest language? Mm. And here's a hint. Mm-hmm. It was at 2.1%. Um, uh, I'm going to have to go with maybe Mandarin. For always a safe bet. Yeah. Uh, it's actually Tagalog. Ah, big Filipino. Is, is it? Yeah, Tagalog. Oh, okay. Filipino. So big oh. Filipino community. Yes. Okay, so this is quite interesting. I will no give this nerd Wikipedia thing. Now no, 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 no. No, but Jack, they've also said 1.2% Filipino later on. So is Tagalog a different Filipino? Well, I mean, like, there's, oh, you know, 18 different dialects in China. Tagalog. A member of people oh yeah, in central Luzon in the Philippine Islands. Okay. There you go. So, okay. Well done. Well, Thank well you. done. Pretty, I mean. Well, that's that's quite insightful. No, number two, by the way, is uh, Punjabi. Ah. So, Punjabi. Then Sig- I think there's a significant Indian population in Significant. It, it has, well, I was going to get in, onto this in yeah. contemporary. And we will, but. Yes. But it has risen since the 2011 census. I, I really like the way this Wikipedia page has made us so aware of how it's changed. It's really framed. There's not a lot of info, mm. but it's really like, okay, how's taken different? Because you moved there only a few years before the 2011 Two years, census. Yes. And you've seen it change drastically over that time. Seemingly. Well, there's where where my house is. There's now two new streets, essentially. Like, it, like I well, wasn't that's jo- crazy. I wasn't actually. joking that's when I said it was just grassland around. Oh, I thought that was a bit. Oh no, no bit. Um, we didn't. Have, oh. we didn't have a back fence, and we didn't. And like there was one house next to us, and then like just like grass. That is the best fucking place for kids to grow up I've ever heard. Long That is still so much fun. A lot of fun. Just permanently frolicking in the backyard. So much rips. Do you imagine if we didn't have like any back fence in our house and just had grass? Imagine yeah, like, but then ballistic. grass can get scary. Like in, so- remember that movie Signs when they're like, yeah. running I guess that's more crop. Well, I'm thinking of Gladiator when he just keeps oh. flashing back to running his hands With through some weird playing. To, yeah. to give you a bit of insight into me, uh, age 12, I thought the coolest thing to do would have been to buy a ghillie suit and go into the long grass because I played a lot of Call of Duty. Um, yes, and even if there were you know, people Jack, my age is... around Tagum, I can't imagine that I would have been <laughs> hanging out with them. That's Jack, a lot cooler Jack. than me buying a longbow and a LARP sword because I wanted to LARP oh, medieval You bought a flight. longbow? What the fuck? We need to talk yeah, about Kevin it. over here. <laughs> it's, taller, it's taller than me. It's at my home at Wilson. You it works really well. You a gymnasium with it and everyone... Yeah, and everyone's like, we down. need to talk about Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually, I did take it to school once because it was book day and I dressed as Legolas. So I put on a blonde wig and everyone called me a girl for the entire day. Well, you just pronounce it Legolas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Leg- no, they say that ass. in the movie. Okay. I was legal, not talking legal, about like a wet ass pussy. <laughs> well, it was spelled L Y G L H S. Tiger, I was bloody ligeless last night, guys. I had too much to drunk. Oh, all right. Well, that's enough Wikipedia. Holy fuck! There's nothing in that, guys. That was just what you hear when the Wikipedia gives us nothing. That was hard work, guys, and I'm glad we got through it. Oh. Well, it's a city on a river, and don't you ever forget it, kid. Contemporary Tigum, and I've set our first topic in the name. Is it Tigum or is it Tagum? Now, Jack, you you came in saying what were you saying your whole life? I've always said Tagum. Now, Joe earlier in the podcast, Th- there's found a bit historical of precedent for it being Tigum, but I'll admit, no one Henry asked, mate. Mm. What do you ask? What do you call it? Oh, Tagum, because yeah. Jack calls it Tagum. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I it's was always simple. Tagum, but then you've got the Tigum yeah. thing in that history bit where it used yeah. to be spelt T-Y. But, Ooh, spooky. But I think there's a fair point to be made that it probably doesn't matter so what, so much what it used to be historically. Language evolves and adapts over time. Whoa. Jack is the godfather. Living, it's a living tree document, guys. I'm yeah. the Don of Tagum. Particularly the way yeah. you've introduced Tagum to a whole bunch of us who, I'm not going to lie, Jack, I'd never heard of it in my life before I met you. The way you've introduced us to it means you do have a bit of ownership over the way to pronounce it, I reckon. You're right. Yeah. I like that. You've appropriated yeah. the history. I like the idea that if you introduce me to something, you can sort of mm. tell me what it is. Well, I have my own uh, experience with this. So, oh, yeah. um, many people know. Um, I mean, up until Wednesday next week, I still work at Nova, the radio station. And um, I basically, we were doing this job keeper job thing. We spoke about it on the podcast before where I had to go do a pie road trip. But outside of the pie road trip, I had to do like other tasks. Now, as we've alluded to in this podcast before, Ash Kip, Lutzi and Susie mm. O'Neill, not the most prepared breakfast mm. show in Brisbane. It's a miracle that the brain's trust of Nova wasn't mm. able to uh, put something... Yeah, no. So, I mean, you know, and it's what gives the charm to the show is that they improv a fair bit of it. Uh, but this particular day, they hadn't really thought... Fair bit, you reckon? <laughs> the charm, you reckon? The charm, okay. you reckon? Pushing on a show, you reckon? <laughs> All right. Enough from these two. The uh, what are they going to do? Fire you? The incom- <laughs> You're leaving in a week. The incomparable breakfast show. Burn bridges. <laughs> <laughs> the incomparable. They essentially were like, oh, it was a Monday morning and they didn't really have anything, so they were like, oh, we've got to think. So it's a regulation Monday morning for the fucking job keepers to do. And so they were like, all right, we're going to do a one man poll. We used to do it where we'd send Lutzi out and he'd like ask you just ask one person a question and that's the definitive answer. And the question that's quite funny. Pushed off the top of his head was is it pronounced Tigum or Tagum that was oh. and I, I'm texting Jack saying holy shit mate turn on the radio so we went out to Tagum Square and we had to on You're live Jack. radio no 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 me oh. and Reese, the other guy uh, and we had to go out there and ask one person live on radio uh, is it pronounced Tigum or Tagum and for the life of me, I can't remember what they said. Uh, long drink, long walk for a short drink of yep, water. I, well, I, I realised... Like Super punchline, Brett. <laughs> like a plane... What a knockout. Heading towards a cliff without taking off. I couldn't remember <laughs> if I, uh, w- w- what it was. I think I think from memory it was... Do you remember your reaction at the time? Because maybe that'll give you a clue. I remember going, oh... <laughs> That's weird. On radio, like, the guy's like, oh, take him. Oh, 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 back to you, Suze. Oh. Uh, we've had a report that Henry's coming in the middle of Take Square. <laughs> uh, so it's business as usual at Take at 11 a.m. on a Tuesday. And oh. I was like, ah, please. Uh, that's I'll how he sounds. I'll find, out in the, I'll find out in the course of the episode. Mm. But um, the... Yeah. I, I would like to settle the debate as by virtue of the volume of people who say it in a modern context, I do think Tagum is correct. Yes. Also, like, I'm sure that Indigenous people, uh, the area called Indrapilly, didn't pronounce it Indrapilly. No. Like, suburb names evolve from their history. That's fine. We've also said it enough in the past 15 minutes uh, mm. to actually change... Yeah, I, I feel like we've said it more like in the past 15 than... minutes than anyone's ever said it. Yeah. Mm. Oh, great. Even people who live there. Yeah. Old people are trying to say it through their uh, two teeth left. I always used to say, there, that shall not be named. Yeah. 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 You're like, oh, um, can you, you drop me where? to Zilm- Zilmir? I'll walk the rest of the way home. I see you've got the dark mark. It's just like a frosty burn. <laughs> uh, frosty burn, a Chinese burn. <laughs> there you go. The obsession hey. with when you were a kid. Or a you Filipino just... burn. That's Filipino, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was talking about the one where you twist someone's arm both ways. I wasn't trying to bring a racial element into it. We find a way. Yeah, we find a way. Now, Jack, we asked you to uh, recall a couple of your classic Tagum experiences or a few things about contemporary Tagum to illuminate us and the audience. As much as I, I, I do sort of uh, deprecate Tagum, um, but I do it in a way that I think is like a sibling, deprecating a sibling yeah. where you, you can yeah. say it, but nobody else can. Because yeah, um, I, it has a lot of sort of pivotal and, you know, moments that I had growing up that really shaped my life. I spent three years working in the Donut King Tagum oh. shopping centre. Way out the t- at the square. Now, that is, at the that square. Is it was a, central at the time. Can I just say, I think Donut King is possibly in my top three, like, Australian contributions to cuisine. Yeah. Holy fuck, Donut King is good. I had it today mm, at Stafford yeah. City. I forget how good it is. Joe, you'll, I think you'll agree with me here. Nothing beats the warm cinnamon donut. A hot, yeah. Yeah. hot fucking cinnamon donut. I want to burn my tongue. Incomparable. Not, not phased by the strawberry dinosaurs. No. Or like, that sort of oh. stuff. When I was young, I, do like I always the wanted them because I'd, I'd never really had them before. My parents were like, no. 
as soon as I had one, I was like, nah. Also, they're so cheap. You can get fucking six cinnamon donuts for like four dollars mm. or something. They're yeah. it's absurd. I speaking about orders. Um, whenever I say that I used to work at Donut King, there's sort of there's two types of people, and one of the types of people is, oh, I used to love the Quake Shakes. And if you're one of those oh, people, and I know that what? there'll be a few I've listening, never had a Quake Shake, and I'm I'm very sorry, but that does not conjure up good. Uh, basically, basically, a quake shake is a thick shake with a bit of like crunchy or cherry ripe sure. on top. It was always like a chubby twelve-year-old <laughs> with like a flat monster energy cap, like a gap in your teeth, yeah. accentuated if you got the crunchy quake shake. Yeah. yeah. So, so do a gap that he can park a quake like, shake I'm, straw between. Exactly. I'm doing everyone a favour. That's true. Don't mention to anyone that you ever got Quake Shakes. That's yeah, right. no, I, I reckon the classiest order at Donut King. When I was uh, I was on holiday in Sydney once, I was staying at King's Cross. At the King's Cross train station, there's a little Donut King hole in the wall. They do a three cinnamon donuts and a large flat white for five bucks. Oh. I had that for breakfast every day for a week. It was fucking amazing. Well, we used to do the seniors card. You get two free donuts yeah. with your coffee. That's unreal. I reckon Jeez, the classiest they away order. Donuts in Tiger oh, so, so if we're saying Quake Shake is the least classy, Dara water. I want to say coffee and two cinnamon donuts. That's that's the most classy. Yeah, I'd say flat white two cinnamon yeah. donuts. I would have said long black, but if you're doing that, you're confused. If you're doing that, like, you, do you probably want, shouldn't do you want go calories? to. Do you want sweetness? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah why are you a donut king? Also, the milkiness plays really nicely with the cinnamon. Maybe they're getting a long black and they're dipping their like that strawberry donut in as the sweetener of the coffee. No, that's that's, as a that way of, you've disgusting. lost your mind. No, it's a way of dissolving the dinosaur's skin. Well, they just don't. They just coffee. don't get a long black. You know, like in Jurassic they're World. Like, yeah, no, you know, you guys see that. Deleted scene where they melt their skins into like their a demented scientist being like, "Tell me where the other dinosaurs are." <laughs> like, Chris, like Chris Pratt being I'll like, "Oh, you, I'm I'll dip you a little further, you little no, pink no, motherfucker." Man, no, no. But on that, there were a lot of people who ordered coffees, um, and they were like, "Can I please have a uh, quarter strength uh, cappuccino? Can I just have it lukewarm?" have it lukewarm? And it, it got to the point where you go, "I just think you have to grapple with the fact that you don't like coffee." Hundred like, percent. It was actually for a bloke giving you his name. He's like, "And that order's for lukewarm." <laughs> I'm, I'm Lucas uh, My mates call me Luke And I consider my Donut King stuff my mates We like to joke that I'm Luke hot But that's only when I'm wearing a oh, collared that's, shirt That's How just you going? between me and mum I, uh, <laughs> Who's 39 Because it's Tiger Because That's what an old person is out here They're losing donuts Because Jack's standard is like uh, And this is my senior card It's some 39 year old It's the same monster kid like, oh, who yeah, got sure, here you go. Oh, A lot of 39 year old kids with their mums uh, Come yeah, to yeah. Now, Jack, I know that the Donut King thing was actually a big part of anyone who knew you in early university. Yeah. Because didn't you use it as a fantastic way to make friends? Why do you think uh, Jack and I well, are mates? Why do you think Jack's <laughs> in this house? Not, not necessarily make friends, but buy them. And I, <laughs> Actually, I don't think it was even buying because I didn't buy the donuts. Yeah. I was given them. So it was like there was a charity set up to make me friends. Yeah. yeah. I, I love the idea we find out it's not actually Donut King policy. <laughs> To give away free donuts They're like Come on Give the kid a leg up He's studying law And doesn't know anyone I never actually worked there um, <laughs> Where they're bought 24 it. bucks you just, you just knew Where the skip Behind Tigham Square was I bankrupted myself <laughs> uh, But yes I would always bring It started off um, Pisses me off I didn't know you During this era yeah, it was. I was in year 9 Literally my earliest Memory of Jack Is sitting on the Great court at UQ And um, like I'd say you were usually With like Campbell and Jaden, Jaden, like a group who I like didn't know super well yet. But then you and you guys had, come, and it was like in those days where everyone's getting to know each other at uni. So you're sitting in a big circle on the great court, fucking like thirty of you, and you're sometimes like, well, you need a secret them. weapon. Yeah, legit. If you don't have an acoustic guitar, a donut is just as good. If you don't have a hacky sack or a frisbee, you bring out a pink dinosaur. And you don't have Henry's best. ironic dress sense and willingness to have a coffee and a milkshake. Not ironic. It's like what I a. It's like it's how I dressed. B. It's still how I dress. It wasn't a gimmick. It wasn't oh, some sort of friend gimmick. Oh, fish thongs. Can't imagine they were too gimmick, comfortable. Right? The, fish, the fish thongs were Heck. a gift from George. No, I didn't do it for attention. No, no. no. I, oh, I hate attention. No. Jack used to wear the donuts on his feet and be like, look at my donuts. <laughs> like all that's, that's awesome. He did. That's absolutely awesome. I was awesome now that yeah. Jack wears yeah. food for shoes. Yeah, but so you wearing oh, cargo shorts and a sweaty UQ class of 2019 shirt to the pub. I didn't, I didn't wear it to the pub. Yeah, it it is. The night we went to the Caxon. I had been exercising. So get changed. My rights to wear whatever I want to the paddock. <laughs> hey. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jack would come over and try to steal my girlfriend Bree. <laughs> yeah, that was that was, With I was his girlfriend. Like, donuts. I was like, I had a big crush on Bree. Jack had a big crush on Bree. He had donuts. What was I meant to do? 
I was I like, have to dress funny. Well, the mm. personality's not working, so I may as well try my hand mm. with well, it. Did, with did a sweet, pers- bun. sweet personality and a sweet donut, Jack. Wait, you brought over cinnamon buns? No, yeah, there were cinnamon scrolls. Sorry. Scrolls. Tell us about the owner. Because you've told me about this before. Yeah. I'll, I'll change his name um, in case yeah. he's listening. Change his name from Mark to something yeah, else. Yeah, he's not Mark anymore. It's John. Cool. Um, now, well, the, this was actually my first experience with nepotism um, oh. in uh. year 11. So I'd, I'd heard a lot about the fact not, that... Not your last. Look at who's on the show to this uh, week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing but um, nepotism. <laughs> my favourite basketball. Fruit the nep. The nep's <laughs> are getting bigger. <laughs> oh, okay. But I'd heard, I'd heard oh, about... Come on, guys. Stop fucking around. <laughs> come on, Jack. Stop fucking around. Your hair breaks. <laughs> I'd heard about nepotism, but I'd never experienced it at this point. Sure. Oh. Anyway, I get into the interview. Spit it out. John sits down. Sing it loud. Has a look at my resume. Looks at the resume. Okay. This is 2012, and he goes, Ah. Oh, You're after the census. You went to Mayan N- calendar. Oh. You went to Nudgee. I went to Grandma. Did you see the rugby? And I was like, I thought you were going to ask me about whether I'm a hard-working young man. <laughs> whether you're, like whether you're a hard-working <laughs> flanker with a pen shot for a pill for when he needs it most. <laughs> and he's like, I saw the game. You guys got flogged. Anyway, you've got the job. And I think that it was wow. that hiring attitude that led to Tagum Donut King's demise. Oh, mm. is it not there anymore? Well, it's, it's still there. It's changed ownership. Uh, I feel as though it's one of those things they don't disclose everything. Because I, I, the problem was... Yeah, there's not there's not rigid shareholder disclosure at Donut King Tagum because it's publicly listed. <laughs> it's actually a statutory... It's a quasi-statutory body, Donut King. It's uh, government funded. Retail food groups like, give us your money and we don't care how many donuts you sell. <laughs> Fucking RFG. I'll talk about RFG in a second. No, well, the problem is that John would have been giant. far better buying RFG shares. Yeah. So but essentially, John had about a million dollars to invest and because it was a payout wasn't it it was a payout so he it was an insurance payout because he it was in an accident he was in an accident right and an enormous payout what happened to him a motorbike accident right true right and walking uh organ donors on wheels as yeah. doctors call them yeah. terribly dangerous yep and then donut donors mm. on lakes <laughs> anyway organ so donors on donuts he got the organ payout donuts <laughs> he got the payout and his wife said look you're going to need it, you know, let, you've got to go back to work. And also I'm starving. <laughs> so those two are getting, those two are And I really feel like a cinnamon donut. <laughs> and so she's, and she said, how about you buy the Donut King? And he was like, ah, I don't know. How about you become the Donut <laughs> King? <laughs> Puts a crown. It's like, it's Mac- she's Lady Macbeth trying to convince him to kill I the previous mention, owner. He did come from a long lineage of Donut Princes. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I didn't want to be the Donut King, but my dad was. Well, did you hear that Donut Prince killed... Jamal Cinnamon. Well, I don't know. <laughs> oh, nice. Tidy bowling. Those donuts were Jamal Kasogi. <laughs> anyway, I've completely forgotten where I was in this story. Uh, John, John, John the fuck bought the Donut yeah, King. Bought the Donut King. Um, and it just made absolutely no money. So he's blowing oh. the payout. Yeah. What? So it was. But it, I love Donut King. Yeah. <laughs> I can't understand how something else that's really well. But I get that like once a year. The other yeah, 6,000 people. Oh, I've never them. been to it in Tagum. Yeah. Well, you could do him, do him a favor. Oh, he's sold now. But essentially, I calculated it one day and I thought, because it was like the Donut King was about $600,000. And I calculated it mm. out that if he'd bought RFG shares when he got his payout, he would have made something like $4.5 million. Oh, my God. Jesus. And not had to work at a Donut King. Just chuck Donuts. it in an indexed fund. And that's price. Yeah. Far out. Yeah. It's also worth noting that most Donut Kings are at very major shopping centers. Mm. Brookside... Stafford, Indro. Well, you're so often battling other competition and in the, yeah. you know, the health climate of nowadays. And, and not only... Because it used to be that, like, you'd be competition that I think Donut King is far superior to. The Wendy's. shiny... Well, Wendy's, yeah. But I was thinking, like, the sh- it used to be the fact that the shiny donuts, the big new, like, Krispy Kreme, Donut Time, they were kind of central. But now, as their financial woes have begun, yeah, they've spread out. So now you're seeing a Krispy Kreme and a Donut Time at an Indro. Yeah. There's a lot of people with the Instagram, a lot of people with the hashtag... Who are not going to be have it, They're going to get that donut time. Spend a bit more for a disgusting donut. I overwhelmingly disagree. I think Wendy's is the only real competition. I think the kind of person who's getting donut time isn't the kind of person who's getting donut king. Yeah, I can't imagine okay. Isabel Gray and sets. Michaela Wayne yeah. Instagramming their shaken dog. <laughs> yeah. I did Cabby Epstein just with like a pink dinosaur. Just being like, my new friend Barney. My, new little, my little mate for the summer. This is my hot dog. I got onions on mine. Oh, God. She's putting it in a long black to flame. 
favourite. <laughs> it's Henry. No, mate. Oh, that was my dream last night. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Yeah, I reckon. Like, I guess you're right. Donut time was fucking gross, though, bro. Like, oh god. I Donut time is once. a bread roll with a Tim Tam on it. I went there once after school. Uh, had a full-on milkshake and a full-on donut and vomited in the alley at Fortitude Valley. Yeah, it's absolutely disgusting. Whenever I go to the movies, uh, on a Tuesday at uni, I go to the movies with my friends Liam and Rory, and every time we'd pass donut time... Oh, hold up. Oh, hang on. <laughs> you <laughs> went to the movies every you Tuesday? You went to the movies every Tuesday? Like, between lectures. We had, like, a routine. No, 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 that's... It's not <laughs> it's between. To, it's just... That's all... So you movies. used to go to the movies 52 times a year. Oh, Are there 52 there's movies a, a year? That's a lot of holidays. If we didn't go to the movies, anyway, the point is that there was a donut You didn't time. want to get a beer or something? <laughs> Mate, I've just told you about my ghillie suiting. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, and we'd always sort ghillie, of like catch it. bully him into getting a donut time because we'd be like, come on, you know you want one. Oh, he's like, no, oh, I don't want one. Does he actually one. like him? Yeah. Ah, oh, it's fucked up, man. Rory, when you listen to this, you know you like food, mate. So Yeah. But he fasts. He fasts. He just fasts. like Jack. Yeah, yeah, just like Jack. Jack, yes. the person who loves food most in the world, being like, oh, I could fast for a week. I'm a sadist. <laughs> You've done 21 hours, haven't you? 21 hours today. I'm on, I'm on about hour eight at the moment, which isn't that in, which isn't that good. So you reset when you had a Cali burrito. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cali. no I had vermicelli. a vermicelli noodle. Oh. Yeah. From Barn Me Now. Oh, I got Barmy now delivered on Uber Eats the other day. And, oh, can I tell you what, guys? Hell on earth getting Uber Eats delivered to Caxton Street. Oh, fucking yeah. They literally... Everyone assumes you can't park here. There's, like, eight loading zones on Caxton Street itself. Anyway, very minor gripe. Just to keep this slightly topical, uh, yeah. what's the Uber Eats range like in Tiger? Oh, yeah, it it wasn't there for the longest time. Mm. There was... Well, there was a lot of stuff from Boondle. Um, and oh. weirdly enough, Boondle got a donut time. And now Boondle has a 63. It is not... It oh. is not at all. Sixty-three does make uh, make sense. Is that the sixty-three we went to after we picked up the television from my auntie? Yeah, it could have been. Not the television, the washing, washing machine. Washing machine, guys. When we got a washing machine. Well, what I is this a Dire Straits song? <laughs> <laughs> well, I treat it like a TV. I like to watch the clothes spinning around. You can't. Yeah. It's a top loader. I like to, I open it and watch. <laughs> Henry has like <laughs> a Tom Cruise Mission Impossible like line that hangs <laughs> from the roof he over the top. Zip line <laughs> through. The, like Henry, why are you digging a hole in our kitchen floor? I need to watch the washing while I cook, mate. <laughs> I want to see those undies move. You know what they say? A washed shirt never washes. <laughs> a yep. washed no. Yeah. Anyway A broken shirt's right twice a day <laughs> You know That shirt wasn't sewn in a day You know <laughs> You know Those those classic shirt things As the shirt flies <laughs> How far away is it mate? Oh a couple of cases of shirt flies All is fair in love and shirts Yeah All our favourite sayings Jack um, uh, Let's talk about The foe that you like out there Yes From donuts to foe the frenemy. Phone nuts, am um, I right? Imagine nuts. that. You could see like you could see that being at the bloody Eat Street Markets. It's a phone nut. Phone nuts. It's a donut where we dip it in broth. Phone nut sounds <laughs> like I'm thinking it's spelled like F A U X. It's like a phone nut and it's like vegan. Oh. But oh. they're always mostly vegan anyway. Well, so there's always those gl- gluten free donuts. Oh, uh, I've done a lot of market uh, research into Gluten free uh, shit is always so dense. You have like one bite and it stays with you for years. Yeah, because yeah, there's so little that they can eat that they need yeah, to like, be like, <laughs> if we found something that ticks the box we've got to make it fill it's like them up like when Sam and Frodo are like walking in Mordor and they have that weird elvish bread that really fills you up see yeah. I was a nerd too growing up Jack fuck thanks to Fucking. us meanwhile Henry well, was, I was just on dressing the trampoline like a, with a stick yeah. <laughs> you were just dressing like a toddler in the dark hey come on yeah. But yes, the, the faux place was... It is absolutely delicious, faux ever. Um, best Good faux fun. place in... Yeah, great. Now, is there a Thai restaurant out there called Tiger? Tiger? No, there's not. Uh, this is literally what I was thinking. World's worst missed opportunity. Yeah. But maybe because maybe they think it's Tiger. Yeah. There's one, around, then, there's one around the corner. You can get away with it. Like, spicy. I'm Thai. I'm Thai. I'm thai. Spicy? What if it's like, tie me up? Is that a restaurant? Yeah, that'd that be good. I mean, there's like a flick in the bean. Oh, there's another bean one actually. We got a message to our page from Dougald Yeah, about it. What's Taste it my bean. That's, Taste my bean. That's <laughs> very close to Tagum, and it's really weird because it's attached to a petrol station. It's weird hearing Mum oh, be like, really "Oh, just go fill up and taste my bean." And <laughs> I'm like, like oh. "No, no, no!" I'm like, "Oh, no!" Can we just, just give me? Tea tea? I, I just want to taste the toothpaste you give me. <laughs> 
Not the beans. Jack eats the toothpaste. That's why we go through. Sort of yeah, yeah. Fucking delicious. He doesn't. Yeah, he fasts, he but he just eats toothpaste. Yeah. <laughs> That's how he flavors his uh, cup of joe. Yeah, we went to the phone there actually, and this is quite interesting because it was um the one of our last outings. I would say it was about four days before COVID really got into the swing of things. Yeah. Before that, COVID really found its rhythm. I was I was just working from home at that point. Um, but it still uh, it, it wasn't quite hitting. But there was an amazing tomorrow when the war began. Sensation of we're about to go into lockdown. Mm-hmm. I really treasured that foe and that night as much as anything because I was like, we're not going to have this for a long fucking time. I think I also. And it was like memory. a six-week lockdown. It was fine. It was in the. It was in the. Don't post this on your stories, but it's still fine with that. Yeah, it was in yeah. March. It was. Yeah, fuck. Oh, I forgot that. Don't post it on your stories era. Mm. Yeah. I love that the government took so much control that it's like. If you're following the law, you can now post it on your stories as opposed yeah. to us, like, trying to police oh, each other. Yeah, bro. I remember literally, like, taking screenshots of people at the Newey and being like, what the fuck's up with these guys? Yeah. I remember you. I went to the Newey for about an hour, and the next day, Henry, you were like, Jay, like, what the fuck were you thinking? You're yeah. such a social distance warrior, Henry. I am. Thank you. Yeah. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Uh, I think we all should be. We I'm all should be. I'm, Where, uh, I'm socially distanced from you two as I record this podcast. Yeah, it was me and Jack are huddled together mm, um, for warmth. One, another thing uh, about <laughs> contemporary Tagum. Yeah. There's a Massive Greek Orthodox church. Like awesome. huge. Every sing- it's on Church Road, and I imagine that's where the road got its name. Um, but as mm. every single person makes a comment, it looks it looks huge. And they've just built it, it, it's a beautiful church, mm. but they've just built what looks like an Amish barn outside oh. of it. Really different aesthetics. Maybe it's where they grow like lamb for you know the the body yes. of Christ with tzatziki for or the Euros shop. Yes. Well they yeah. do do a good Greek festival there, so everyone go check it oh, out. Oh you'd follow that. Oh, I'd fucking yeah. hope so. If there's a huge Greek Orthodox church. My big fat Greek church. Yeah. As they say. My hey, big fat Greek mate. Where my economy like, at? Where my, where my austerity measures at, you know? You know I don't have enough to say about you Greece. Know, you know Greek? Yes. <laughs> Anybody else watching uh, read you Percy have, Jackson? You have heaps to say about Greece, by the way. Great Greece. Percy Jackson reference. Sorry. I'm sorry, Percy Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Oh, that's good. That's pretty fun. What's wrong, Joe? Lightning thief got your tongue? <laughs> <laughs> we literally spoke about... Yeah, that's true. We, we went, all had a different... We went to the... We all had a different the Greek day, tax, tax policy anecdote. all had a different Greek tax policy thing. Uh, I'll just say this very quickly. There is not a finished roof in Greece because if you finish the roof of your house, you have to pay property taxes on it. I'll so qu- everyone just has a tarp. I'll Henry, quickly you say mine. Uh, there was a tax in the after the GFC to try and get people to... They would tax people with swimming pools, presumably because if you could afford a swimming pool, you could afford to pay a bit more tax. Uh, taxes. Uh, the sales in fake grass and AstroTurf went through the roof because people bought fake grass to cover their pool so that when the government were flying over in a helicopter, no one got the tax. Love it. Uh, Jack, your Greek tax policy. Just anecdote. quickly, Joe, less of a loophole, more of a roof hole. Does Tagum or Tigum fuck? It's the erotic question on our lips. Jack is well positioned to answer it. I want to hear everyone's arguments. I want to hear everyone's thoughts. But Jack, does Tagum fuck? I'm fucking... Yes. You would say that. Yes, of course you, I'd say you that. You would say that. Not I was man enough to concede that my home suburb, Grange, doesn't fuck. Now, not me in the suburb, but <laughs> two. Man. I've got two arguments. <laughs> okay. Now, it was the launching pad uh, to the Brindle Entertainment Centre for me and my friends, which... We've conceded. <laughs> if I keep saying that. No, but that's cool. We saw. Fuck. We saw. Lost your virginity at a killers concert, did you? <laughs> the first concert I ever I went mean, to. I mean, he definitely came, but. <laughs> was Nickelback. Oh. Oh. Yes. First concert. First concert at. Not like the Wiggles. Oh, right. Yeah, I think it was the Wiggles. Yeah, my back first then. concert was the Wiggles. But Blew my that, mind. That was. I, I realised saying that the Brindle Entertainment Centre does not fuck at all, and that was actually a, a counterpoint. But why? <laughs> before thinking about. This, argument two. To argument number two. I would have loved to see you as a senior debater. As I'm saying, I realise this is incorrect. I fucked up. Oh, I now just push I, on. Now, hey, uh, so what was? What do you think? It was a. What do you mean? It was a launching pad? Yeah. As in you would I have prees like your house? Prees and yeah. I just remember we had this bottle of ouzo before Nickelback, and Mum would drive us there, and we'd be like, "This is awesome." <laughs> yep, that fucks. Yeah, that's the least. I don't know what That's oh. actually quite. It would have been so rare for you Uzo to be able fucks. to host prees for anything. Exactly. So no, that would be exciting. Nobody ever wanted and, and prees fuck as a concept. Oh, Pre's fuck. Pre's fuck more than actually going out itself. Hell yeah. Pre's and kick-ons fuck. Mm. Going out probably doesn't. Probably not. So this is is all leading to my actual argument. Which is... Famously how arguing works. (laughs) Where you go a decoy. A couple of decoy pieces of shit before getting to the (laughs) room. Now your defences are down, fellas. (laughs) (laughs) Taking the the wind out of your sails. Oh, okay. I did a bit of research. Um... 
before I came on. Stop. Fuck everyone. Really. It's not really what we do. Uh, no, I, I just wanted to look up one point. Now, there are so many retirement villages there now. Yep. And it is oh. it is sort of oh, famous now fancy. that retirement villages are like uh, Roman orgies. Very good point. Uh, last the, days of, of Rome. Because yeah. they're last days of life. Yeah. What have they got to lose? More like the, the last mo- days of Beryl. Yeah. The last days of Greg. <laughs> and um, it's like there's a lot of unexplained deaths at the retirement home, but they all have a smile on their face when they die. The research that I did was that since uh, in the past couple of years, there's been a 35% increase in chlamydia between the 40 to 85 year old age group and a 52 increase percent increase in syphilis. Where do you get this? Kidding. Uh, a Woman's Weekly article. Oh, wow. Genuinely not joking. That, you go to the dentist sorry, today, did you? Sorry, yeah. From 2009. So there's an almost doubled amount of syphilis among old people in Taken. Yes. That, well, that's it, it, fucking awesome. So that's why I don't think... Harold fucks, Dick be dropping off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got leprosy. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to turn people on before they turn me off. <laughs> now, so I'm not going to say that it fucks in the way that you want it to fuck. Oh, like vegetable but, uh, fucking. Yeah. Hey, vegetables fuck. Vegetables hey, put some asparagus with a bit of lemon, olive oil, pasta. And if your grandpa's a vegetable, he's probably fucking. He's probably fucking. He's Did you mindless. fuck as a vegetable? I'm going to ask this live on the mic. Uh, nah. As in, would like, I what personally? Sort of no, I'm not saying would you fuck a vegetable. Oh, nobody. I'm talking about someone. No said that, Henry. Henry, Henry why do you want? Why to is fuck that a so vegetable? omnipresent on your mind? Shut up! I'm pivoting away. Don't pivot. I'm pivoting away from pivot. the, the vegetable I was talking about about Ballet an old dancer. person into actual vegetables. Which vegetable would you fuck? Well, your girlfriend's just come in the room, and I've seen a lot of cucumbers in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> no risk of that. Uh, no. Yeah. No, I'm not going to say my thing. Um, grapefruit. Um, grapefruit? You'd yeah. fuck a grapefruit. You'd fuck a grapefruit. Yeah, there's a there's a pretty good video out there. <laughs> I recommend it. Oh, everyone. the... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that is funny. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, like, peach, because it'll call me by your name. Mm. I was going to say mango, because it's a true blue Queensland mate. There's a big seed in the middle. And they're so There'd spicy. be two seeds yeah, in the bed that day. Mango yeah, sap is, like, spicy. Oh, I'd be, like, icy hot. What? What? You know, have you ever got mango sap on your mouth when you've been eating mango? Yeah, always. It, yeah. it burns. No, it doesn't. It, it, no, it does a bit. It does. It does if it you've does. got ulcers. Yeah. Well, I don't have ulcers. So <laughs> oh, well, then what the fuck are we doing? Oh, that's your answer. So that's your answer. Ulcer house. Yeah, that's your answer, freaks. <laughs> then how the fuck did you move in? Oh. There you go, Mary-Kate ulcer. Hey. Hey. Uh, so you think Taken fucks because of its old people population? That's a yeah. good. That's a great. That's, that's a, a great argument. argument. Um, my argument against it is everything else. Every <laughs> other facet of the suburb. First time I went to the suburb uh, was when we picked up Jack on our way up the coast. I never been to Taken before. I dead set thought we were at the coast by the time we got to your. We were house. like, oh shit, we forgot can Jack. You, oh, hang on, this oh, is this. Can way. you imagine being in the valley, trying to say, do you want to go back to my place? Where is it? Oh yeah, Taken. No way that's working. Jack, oh, this might be a bit personal, but like, did that... Uh, was it, no, no, I remember I remember you had a dalliance with a girl who lived in an apartment. You in, famously in fucked valley. someone in a hostel. Hey. What? Now we're, that wasn't in Tagum. <laughs> no, sorry if you don't want to talk about <laughs> no, it. No, 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 we can. But what I was going to say is, no, I didn't in Tagum until I had a girlfriend. Oh, okay. cocky. So uh, never, never... Cocky. Geez. Cocky. Oh. Couldn't wait to tell the audience. Wow, wow, wow. We're only 50 minutes <laughs> in. And An hour into Tagum, the simp comes uh. out. So, but no, uh. nobody was ever enthused by the... No. Uh, well, well that's part of my thing. And, uh, I mean, I remember picking you up and then it was another fucking leg up to Perigian because it's actually quite hard to get back on the highway from Tagum. Yeah. No, I disagree. I always... No, well, you're wrong. Yeah, yeah, you know what? I've <laughs> well, never done. Go, it. Mate, I'll, I'll defer to you. Yeah, I also I think I got lost driving around yeah. Taken, which uh, couldn't help things. But True. it's very. Uh, it was I pretty. Feel- it was pretty funny that like that trip we like got. We had to get Jack. We had to get Fergus. We had to get Caitlin. Yeah. So it was five of us, and then we very cramped backseat. So we and I it was post work. I think someone had work drinks or clerkship drinks they yeah. couldn't miss. So we're, and it was for um Sam and I. Uh, you and I, Henry, ended up having a few beers before we even got on the road. Oh, that's we right. It's Sam's auntie's house. That was fun. Um. So then. And we basically pick everyone up and then we hit the road. This is for review camp. So we were going to Dougal's house for like the bonding weekend. Um, we're getting a few terse messages being like, where are you guys? And we're like, what the fuck? We, and like, there's nothing planned to be done on the no, Friday night. No, we were night. just like, look, sorry so we, we're late. Like, what's whatever. going on? We like, stop. Sure. We get some Maccas. We I think we a- stopped twice for food. Once was for yep. coffees, then was for And we got a fa- fair bit of Maccas. So we're talking around 11.30pm yep. arrival to review camp. We pull in, we walk in, and we immediately realise that they've 
been waiting for us to eat dinner. No one has had dinner. It's been ready for about six hours. Joy's homemade vegan lasagna. Incredible. Uh, I didn't have a bite of it because I was full from the Maccas. Yeah. And there was some sort of phenomenal tiramisu for dessert and I just felt terrible. And I definitely could have got there by other means, but I just didn't want to miss out. I thought, mm. I was like, oh, this is... Yeah, this you're like, like, wow, like car ride. Car. It oh. was pretty fun. But it unfortunately led to my realisation that I don't think taking fucks. Henry? Um... I yeah, it really is that. I mean, I'll take the old person nah. point under advice. I think I, just... I'm I'm going to say yes because of the of the syphilis thing. I think a bit of research, a well argued old people having sex theory. Uh, yeah, I'll say in a in a majority in a in a split decision of two one, mm. Tigem Tagem. Dwyer dissenting. Yep, Dwyer dissenting. We put the tie in Tigem because it fucks. And then I said, it's not my erection, it's my St John's Wood. Thank you, Sit Down Comedy Club. And miraculously, we've gotten over an hour out of Tagum. And boy, we were on topic the entire time, guys. Just before we um, wrap up as well, uh, yeah. Georgia's now here, but she texted me because I know uh, we were talking about cricket earlier. Um, yeah. Apparently they are building, they're trying to build a residential development on Don Bradman's childhood cricket pitch. And the ABC was covering it today. In Tagum? That's good. In Taken? Yeah, which was famously in Taken. So, <sighs> right. Um, but isn't that sad? That is. It is. Very sad. Imagine any other, tried, anyway. any other miscellaneous bits of Australian news for the day, guys? Yep. Jack? Uh, it wasn't keeping up this morning. Anything, actually, something interesting did happen. In, quite Something quite ha- sad happened in Zilmere that we didn't oh, get to. Yes, oh, yes, yeah. the neighbouring suburb. There was a stab. To Tagum, yeah. So, actually, just on that one last thing on Tagum, did you ever find Tagum dangerous? Um, Tagum itself, no. Zilmere, I never... I, I didn't, but I there was a lot of people who would have. Yeah, there was there is a big perception. They wouldn't um, touch you, mate. Mm. No. Well, that guy was stabbed in the ribs, uh, but yeah. today we've tickled your ribs. Oh, Yay. Yeah. Nice. That's a good way to make light of a tragedy. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Fabulous uh, stuff. Well, we're going to go and uh, drink and then get our mum to take us out to Boondle. Yeah, because uh, nothing folks more. Uh, Jack, you me. get the ouzo, I'll get the nickel back on vinyl, and then we'll all go to bed alone. <laughs> How's that sound, gang? Awesome. Lock and load. That's been Tagum, everyone. Thanks to Jack Hardy for uh, coming Super on. Super guest. Thanks for having our me. Our second... Uh, is this our first ever second time guest? Um, did we have someone else twice? No. Hey! First ever return guest. And I mean, Jack's also like popped in numerous times. I was going to say, he's like, yeah. you know, constant presence in oh. our lives and the show. Ghost in the corner. Ghost in the post. <laughs> thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure as uh, always. Thank you for the insight into a suburb I didn't know much about until we became friends. Love it.